What's going on, Inches Podcast listeners? Nick Lawson, your co-host here with Squad Sports and the Inches Podcast. This is a special edition. As you know, last episode, we had a great first chat with Tyler. There was so much information, we wanted to break it down into two episodes. This back half really talks about sponsorship, still gets into his viewing habits on that side, but love how Tyler looks at sees sponsorship as a 17-year-old, uh, really gives some insights into the next generation that we need to go grab on that end. So great second half here, some extra bonus content for you. We'll still have another episode for you coming up here with Rich, but this is the second half of the great episode. Thanks so much, Tyler, for taking the time with us uh, and really, really dive into what he's saying. Some great, great nuggets here. Aside from sports, how do you what what sort of entertainment do you consume? Um, gaming or movies or what, yeah, what else do you do? Movies, gaming, YouTube, all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Right. Do, and do you watch much sports things on YouTube? Yeah. Like long form, twenty minute video type. Yeah, stuff? that's mostly what I tend to watch. And you do that on your computer? Just mm-hmm. on my like iPad. Okay. Phone and stuff like that. Yeah. So if you had 50 bucks in your pocket, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a Friday or Saturday night, and you've got options, where does going to a sports game, assuming assuming there's a, uh, here's what's happening, there's a, a, a game going on that you could afford to go to, mm-hmm. there's a new movie coming out that everybody's talking about, or there's something else, uh, social happening maybe at the school. How do you decide which of those you're going to do? All right. I hope I made that. <laughs> yeah. it's well, kind of, like, what I'm trying to figure out here is in your entertainment dollar spending hierarchy, where does sports fit in? Mm, it fits in probably, probably like number two. Number two? Yeah. I don't know what number one would be though. Maybe just like... So if there's something better going on, you'll do the other thing before yeah. the sports mm-hmm. Uh, do you notice any difference between uh, the guys in your social group and the ladies, the, the women, the females in your social group in terms of media consumption or sports interest or anything like that? Not so much, actually, no. Really? Yeah. I feel like it's kind of equal. So the female uh, student body at LaSalle High is uh, just as into sports as, as the guys are? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Do you follow your high school team much? Yeah. You do? Football mostly. Football mostly? Not really. That's okay. If the Blazers got involved with more content around your, or the Winterhawks or any local team here, more content around your local high school games, mm-hmm. would 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 that allegiance cause you to consume more? Like, let's say if, you know, if you're not a huge Timbers fan, if the Timbers started filming your high school games, if the Timbers mm-hmm. started showing up at your high school football games and doing stuff, would that increase your interest, do you think? Probably, yeah. Did you go to the high school games? Yeah, yeah. just like giving yeah. you more content on obviously the thing you're most yeah. loyal about right now. Yeah, I'd definitely do that. I'm going to shift gears here in just a second. <clears throat> We're going to talk about your future career plans yeah. in sports business yeah. and why you're taking a look on that. Anything that, I, I kind of helped prepare some questions and some topics. Anything mm-hmm. else that you think is important for somebody in the world of sports business, whether it's hockey, whether it's baseball, football, basketball, important for them to know about how 
the, the 16, 17, 18-year-old fan of today, ticket holder of tomorrow, uh, views sports, consumes sports, utilizes sports, how it fits into their world. Anything else yeah. that, that you think those folks are? Yeah, well, we, what, are, what are they missing? Like pace of game. Yeah, what are they missing? Stuff like that. Well, I think we talked about it more in the beginning of the podcast, but I really just think they should build their brand on social media through Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. That would get probably more fans involved and maybe eventually get more fans to the stadium. Too. And how do you think they should build that brand? Um, probably just like, I know the Blazers do this like pre-game. They like record the players and stuff warming up and maybe just doing certain things around the community with the players and stuff with the fans would probably increase the interest. Okay. Nick, any questions you have for Tyler before we get into his uh, career aspirations? No, I think I think you touched on it. You know, most of the things, and I think I asked most of them again. That's uh, not to really push on it, but uh, Snapchat. Yeah, it's the number one thing that teams aren't doing today, and it's because the person there's no feed. There's there's other than the discovery wall. Yeah, there's no feed that you can overnight grow people. Right. But if you get them to follow you on Snapchat, that is a captivated audience. Yeah. And it's, it's I don't want to say epidemic, but kids, teenagers coming out of high school into college, um, and even teenagers in college right now are on Snapchat. And people aren't doing enough, teams aren't doing enough to reach them there for yeah. content. So you want to get into sports business. Yep. Yep. Let's talk about this for a minute. Um, what, what is it about sports as a business that, that is causing you to want to, at least at this point in your life, mm-hmm. uh, well, go in that direction? I know I always, I kind of knew I wanted to get into just some sort of business, and I just figured that kind of just being around a team or an organization would be pretty cool to me, and I would find interest in that, and that's kind of where I got the idea of doing like a okay. sports business kind of so, job. So it's it's sports and kind of the team aspect of sports in particular that has kind yeah. of drawn you yeah. uh, to the business. What <clears throat> what are some other aspects? Let's broaden that out a little bit. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk about people coming out of high school, out of college, and kind of what the expectations are of their employer. Mm-hmm. If you had to pick like three things, aside from kind of a team dynamic and a team environment about a business that you would potentially want to go to work for. What do you think those would be? Um, probably like how much you're offering to pay. Okay. would be number one, probably. Now, um, just for fun, <laughs> I'm going to ask you a question here. There's no right or wrong answer. Mm-hmm. How much do you expect to earn when you, let's assume you've got a Bachelor of Arts from uh, a reputable college mm-hmm. or university. What is your expectation of starting pay if you were to go into the sports business? Or do you have one? I don't You have no idea. Mm-mm. If you had to pick a number, say, that sounds like a reasonable number. Maybe like 15,000? 15,000? 15, uh, 15, that's, that's below top. When, really? when, when no, no. <laughs> well, here's what I'll say is I didn't realize how much things cost mm-hmm. rent, insurance, yeah. all that until I got to my junior year of college. Wait a minute, were you talking 15 a month? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, 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 no. You'll make more than that if you work in sports full time. Okay. Don't. All right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so income, 
is one of them. What do you think of some other things as far as benefits or culture of a, of a business that you um, would want to have? Well, I would like to know that the business is kind of like trusting, like, I don't know, just like good people to work with and that'll make the job experience enjoyable and okay. I hate going to work. You don't want to work for any slippery organizations. No. All right. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. And what else? One more. One more. Probably, I would prefer probably to do something more closer to my family than like far away, like on the other side of the country. Okay. So, yeah. All right. There you go. Um, you're looking at, well, you told me before we started here, you've been accepted at Oregon State, Oregon. St. Martin's, mm -hmm. uh, Northern Arizona. Yeah. And am I missing one? Grand Canyon and Tucson. UPS and Grand Canyon. And then you've got an application in at Gonzaga. Yeah. Okay. As you were here as a high school senior <clears throat> looking at college options, mm -hmm. is there anything particular about those schools? Are you looking at schools that have either a strong sports program? On the field, are you looking at sports business programs? How are you picking the schools that you have applied to with regards to your career? Mm -hmm. Kind of a little bit of both, of having like a strong sports team and a good sports business program. And yeah. also, I just look for like a college that's kind of more of like a community field that I'd like enjoy going to and a place I'd see myself going. Yeah. Okay. So if you had to, if, if, let's say, uh, Let's say Gonzaga accepts you. Mm -hmm. So you've got Oregon, Oregon State, Gonzaga, St. Martin's, uh, Northern Arizona, Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon. Pick pick one of those schools. <laughs> Oregon State. It's Oregon State. Signing day right. today. Signing, <laughs> signing day today. You go on Oregon the, State. Yep. And you had said uh, you like that because of the kind of the college town feel of, yeah. of Corvallis. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. I'm intrigued. I mean, you've been you've been chatting with Rich all day on this, probably. But what questions? You know, you're you're looking at sports business. What questions do you have for us? Um, whether it's how to get into the business, anything like that. What's I mean? What's the number one piece of knowledge you'd like to learn? Um, and again, you've probably been chatting with Rich all day on this. But you know, what's what's that what's that thing you'd like to learn? Getting into the business, whether that's how to get in or you know, how to be successful. Yeah, like, what steps did you guys, like, take to kind of push yourself to, like, get into the business, and, like, what would you do, like, during the summer, when you're not in school, and stuff like that? Yeah. I guess I'll start. Oh, I, right. Yeah, I worked, when when I was getting my MBA, I, I worked for free at first, um, for the Salem Kaiser Volcanoes. So, the, the one thing is, is definitely get that experience early. Yeah. Um, because it does go a long way. You start to get the nuances. Um, but the second thing I will say, when I did move up to Portland, um, I got my ass kicked by people who went to U of O and OSU because they did game day stuff at Alton. Mm -hmm. And I did not have that big experience. So you were playing football. I was playing football. <laughs> um, so, 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 yeah, I mean, that wasn't an option for me. But I, I guess I hadn't realized how much of an advantage it is going to, let's say, a Pac-12 school um, doing, working in, even as an intern, in a large operation like a Pac-12 football game mm -hmm. on your resume compared to if you weren't. Um, 
I did not get a lot of jobs coming up to Portland after having my MBA because the experience wasn't as good as an 80,000 person stadium. It was Sam Cutting Volcanoes, mm-hmm. 5,000 a game type of deal. So, yeah. you know, there's there's no one path into, into sports, but I will say is definitely get your experience early because yeah. that goes a long way. Everybody wants to work in sports. Everybody wants to work in sports because they say they have a passion for sports. Um, the what you know again, it's I would have I would have if I had to redo all of it to give myself a better step up. I would have really thought about going to a bigger school and working in a bigger sports department. Let me ask you a question: mm-hmm. Do you think there's an advantage one way or the other of going to a school that has a sports business program versus going to school getting a degree in business mm-hmm. or some business related uh, major yeah. and then working in the athletic department to gain some real world experience. Real world, I would, one or the other. I would say real world experience trumps all. Okay. Um, so you don't necessarily have to go to a school no. with a strong sports business program, No. but maybe a business program with the opportunity to gain experience. Yeah, you know, as a person who has an MBA and a master's degree in business, um, there's nothing that trumps real world experience. So. You know, when I was when I was interning with the Salem Kaiser Volcanoes, I was getting my graphic design and art degree, and nothing to do with sports. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I started off as a graphic design intern, but I then was designing things and saw how sponsors played a role in that, uh, saw how sponsors integrated into that, and that's when I got interested in sponsorship. Um, but I would say, and that's not to lower, you know, sports uh, business programs; they're great. The network you gain from what I've seen from people who've gone through it is huge because you're working on class projects, you know, with the Pac-12, with the NFL. But nothing trumps, and and I'd be interesting to hear your take on this, Rich. Nothing trumps if you're hiring somebody to know, hey, this person has worked a game day, mm-hmm. front to back for an entire season. They know what's going to go wrong. They know what might go wrong. They know that usually this it's really important to get everybody. You know, get all the activation stuff on the ice at this time. Right. That trumps the theoretical sports business that you that you are taught. And again, yeah. some some of those programs will teach you that and, and get you that real world experience. But I mean, nothing trumps that. So, so the interesting thing in my background, I did not play hockey. I, I'm vice president of a hockey team today. <laughs> I don't. I do not know how to skate. Yeah. All right. Um, I can probably count on one hand the number of times in my life I've put skates on. Mm-hmm. I did not play hockey. I played football, I played baseball, I played basketball, I played soccer. I did, you know, a lot of different things. Um, I grew up around sports business. My my father was the sports sales manager uh, for Cairo Radio in Seattle, and uh, for most of his career, that meant uh, Seattle. Uh, Seahawks football uh, and Seattle Mariners baseball and at one point it was also Supersonics basketball and University of Washington football mm-hmm. doing, doing network sales for all four of those teams uh, at one time so I kind of got interested in sports simply because I was brought up around it um, and my dad was a big believer in making sure that his kids were around it too because he knew that his sponsors were also fathers and mothers and aunts and uncles and kids who wanted to be around sports as well. So I was really fortunate because my dad would take me to a lot of games okay. as part of his work. 
And my job, if you will, was to go hang out with the uh, son or daughter uh, of whoever the client was and kind of keep them entertained so, so dad could do business. Um, I went to the University of Washington. I got a degree in advertising. Um, you know, I, I didn't work in sports. I got into the radio business. But through the radio business, I would be involved with sports sponsorships. I mean, at one point or another, stations that I either sold for or uh, was a sales manager for, we had uh, Husky sports, we had Washington State Cougar sports, we had the Seahawks, we had the Mariners. Uh, here in Portland, we had the University of Portland Pilots. Um, so, you know, I, I kind of had that real world experience of selling media uh, that sometimes involved sports. Yeah. And I think that the thing that has helped me be successful in this business, and one of the things that I would work for in somebody who's coming out of college, is <clears throat> kind of what Nick said as far as you know, some good business experience and some sports background, having gone through some you know, season and working with the department, the, the athletic department, rather. But I'm also looking for somebody who's been around competitive, a competitive environment, yeah. which sports is. Yeah. Um, that's not to say that um, all business isn't competitive, but in the world of sports, I think having that background in either you were in sports yourself, you worked in the athletic department, um, I tend to find real good people coming out of the media business. Uh, you know, radio, like my background, but any kind of competitive media where they're used to, you know, having to knock on a lot of doors and getting a lot of no's and just understand that it's you know, part of the business. Uh, so, you know, the other thing that I encourage uh, anybody who's considering sports as a career to do is take some classes in public speaking. Uh, learn how to get up in front of a group of people and make a, a persuasive uh, presentation. So whether you're doing debate, uh, something along those lines, I think is, uh, is valuable as well. But uh, I'm kind of with Nick here. I don't necessarily think that you have to have a degree in sports business or sports management to be successful in the sports business world. And I think that if you've got that solid breadth and depth of knowledge, spend some time in sports so you know what's kind of what it's all about. Um, and you know, and now if you're still willing to work for $15,000, <laughs> I, I, I may have a position for you yeah. when you graduate. There. You know, what I, what I will say, and I, I tell this to a lot of the, the young people getting into college and thinking about this, is um, don't discount what you know. And what you know is, again, that Snapchat little nugget there is extremely valuable. And there might be people, as you're doing the interview, I think one of the interviews that I first did for a sports team around here, um, uh, I was pitching long-form Facebook video content because everybody was it was had crazy reach, and you guys should be doing more of that. Uh, and I got pushed back. I got pushed back because they have cable deals and they have this and that. Um, but that's just to say, know what you know. Obviously, know what you don't know as well. I mean, I'm Rich is a great resource to me because of his knowledge. But um, when you start to interact with teams. In, and even into getting hired, just make sure. You, hey, I see this. I see this hole here. Snapchat is what everybody I'm 
with this consuming, let me try and go do this and, and go 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 create content with that. You'll 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 be able to have a large breadth of work on that as opposed to just saying, Okay, cool, we're on Facebook. I'm just gonna listen to what you know, my bosses are telling me that we should only do Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't be afraid for the knowledge you have, because again, it's really, really valuable how how your generation consumes, and that's you know, when, when if I'm if I'm hiring for a sports team for a young person, mm-hmm. I'm not hiring them to do something that you know, I'm not hiring them to do media placement for cable because that's not how you consume. The insight you have is is how you consume and all that. So yeah. don't be afraid of that. The other thing I always tell people going into college as well as people in college is um, write down, don't be afraid to blog and write down about how you're seeing sports and then posting that on things like LinkedIn Mm -hmm. and and like Medium just because you'd be amazed if you just took your thoughts, put it onto paper and then when somebody says, hey, can you send me your resume? Not only do you send your resume, but you send... 16 articles about how you think sports teams could be doing better with marketing to younger people. That's going to put you way ahead of the person who just hands over the resume that says, I worked at Autzen and important. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's a really powerful tool to have these now. Tyler, any final thoughts for our uh, <laughs> listeners here before we put a bow on this? I mean, I think we've covered some really good yeah. stuff and gotten into the, uh, we've gone to the, to the jungle yeah. and we've gotten inside the mind of a uh, 17-year-old uh, sports fan and how they uh, follow and consume and what motivates them and what doesn't. Any uh, any other thoughts? Um, no. That's it? Yeah. All right. Well, best of luck to you. Thank you. Uh, you know, let us know where you wind up uh, going to school. I'm sure yeah. Nick will be doing a little... Uh, synopsis of some of the takeaways of all this. Yeah, this is one of our longer podcasts. It's it good good content. It's needed. So. It's needed. It's not done enough in sponsorship and sports business is talking to this college and high school generation. Um, and that's why we're misaligned. That's why uh, you know that's why attendance and viewership is down in some of the sports. There you go. We're just not talking with them. So really appreciate your time here. Um, you know I'm sure you already know this, but let us know if uh, we can help you at all get into that industry and we do have some listeners here who work for big sports teams and, and, small, sports and small sports teams so if anybody's listening and in three four years yeah. looking for somebody to uh to uh hire but definitely um you know keep track of um i'm sure you'll get some uh and unfortunately i think you've spoiled the fifteen thousand dollar a year uh yeah you're gonna pay, pay a little pay bit more expectation. you have to pay more sorry than that. Sorry, <laughs> especially since that's probably below the poverty so, <laughs> not enough but all right thanks for everybody for listening um on the podcast rich if anybody wants to get a hold of you or from there get a hold of the timer uh, well i'm on linkedin rich franklin vp of corporate partnerships for the portland winterhawks uh or if you'd like to go to the uh, email route uh, rich f at winterhawks.com is my email address Start me yep and nick lawson here with squad sports you're probably seeing this on linkedin Um, So make sure you connect with me on that end. Thanks so much uh, to Tyler for a great episode. Now, one quick question, Tyler. Mm -hmm. Now, how are you going to let your friends know? Mm. Which app, which communication device are you going to be letting your friends know that you're on this podcast? Mm -hmm. One last little use. Yep. Uh, uh, if you had to pick one, if you had to pick one, how would you let everyone know about this? Snapchat. Snapchat. I'm telling you. you I'm telling you, it's a sleeping (laughs) giant. Um, Yes, that's that sleeping giant. If 
you take away one thing from this episode, it's that you need to look at Snapchat there you go. more heavily. But thanks, everybody, for listening. And as always, keep pushing those limits within sports sponsorship. Yeah.